Welcome! You're listening to Uncommon Sense, and I'm Doug Morgan, and today we have uh, some good news for you, and we have some bad news, but before we get to that, I just wanted to let you know, we have a Parlor page! <laughs> we are now on Parlor, and if you would like to uh, hear a little bit more about the show, if you want to... Um, uh, go ahead and, 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 and find our podcasts on that particular page. They will be there. And also, uh, if you want to see some things, uh, we're, we're going to put some things on there that go above and beyond the show. Uh, like, for instance, yesterday, uh, we, uh, we were able to put on uh, a really funny skit by J.P. Sears, who basically did my bo- podcast uh, just a whole lot funnier, <laughs> if that's a word. We, uh, I listened to his and, 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 you know, it was like everything that I had been talking about on the last podcast, but just done in a whole lot more humorous way. And so if you want to see that, uh, you want to see other things like that, uh, then, uh, go to our parlor page. We're now set up and, and, uh, go ahead and, and, uh, I don't know if you like things there or what, but anyway, uh, go ahead and, and do that as well as follow, uh, the podcast. If, if you like what you hear, uh, here at Uncommon Sense, go ahead and follow uh, the uh, the podcast, and that would definitely help us. And and uh, and and as as we go through this whole venture of finding truth, and that's what we love to do. Uh, speaking of which, uh, we have uh, some good news and some bad news, as I told you, uh, when it comes to the lockdown orders. And we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Um, you know, our founding fathers. Uh, they were absolute geniuses uh, when it came to understanding human nature and when they and when it came to understanding history and I think that uh, we can see some of that in the division of powers when it comes to our government. You see they understood that that we did, did not need a dictatorship here in America. A dictatorship meaning that one person ruled everything. That 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 person was able to uh, run your life or control your life and 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 control the freedoms that you are experiencing. Uh, a dictator is one who dictates to you how you're going to um, run your life and control uh, everything. Um, and and that it was not the form of government that our founding fathers were interested in. In fact, that what they uh, did was they set up the three branches. And we know that, that uh, those three branches were, are set up because of the fact that power is the hardest thing for a person to give up. By human nature, power, once somebody has it, is the hardest thing to give up. You can't. There's nothing else that's harder for an individual to give up than power. And so with that in mind, then we weren't going to give all the power to one particular individual. We were going to break that up and give power, different powers to different branches. And even within those branches, we see a division of power. Uh, like for instance, uh, we, we know that the legislative branch is divided into a house and a Senate. Why is that? That's because when they were, uh, the founding fathers were trying to set things up and they said, okay, let's have these representatives from different states make the laws and, 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 um, and take a look at each idea and, and determine whether or not that would be a good law or not a good law. Uh, they divided in and said, okay, let's, let's have representatives from each uh, state, the, depending on, on how many people are in that state, and that will form the House of Representatives. 
And of course the, the larger states said, hey, that's an awesome idea because we have the, uh, we have more people in each uh, of our big states and, and so we're going to have a better representation and, and more votes within that house. But of course, the smaller states said, wait a minute, uh, that leaves us out because the larger states are just going to tr- control everything. They're going to vote the same way and, 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 and we aren't going to have a say when it comes to lawmaking. And so our founding fathers said, you're right. And so they formed the Senate. And the Senate means th- uh, that, that two representatives from each state uh, go and, and represent that state in the Senate. So obviously, each st- state is represented equally. A bill, which is an idea that wants to become law, is has to go through both houses. It has to go through the House of Representatives, and it has to pass through there. It has to go through the Senate. It has to pass there. So both big and small states have to, to uh, say, yes, this is a good enough idea that it has to become law. And then, even then, it still does not become law. It then goes to the executive branch in order to, to put the final stamp on it. They, and, and of course, the president, being head of the executive branch, can then veto that and say, no, this is not a good idea. Or he can say, yes, I'm going to go ahead and sign this. And yes, now it becomes law. And then, of course, the executive branch is in, is in charge of enforcing that law. That's the power that the executive branch has, is to enforce law. Not make law, not interpret law, but to enforce law. And, of course, we have the third branch, the judicial branch. And, and that branch is made up of judges who say, okay, uh, this law that was now signed in, into, uh, into business here, they, that, that law is constitutional or is not constitutional. And of course, the judicial branch al- also covers uh, a lot of disputes when it comes to individuals within a society. Obviously, there's going to be disputes. There's been disputes uh, since, since day one when God formed us. Uh, there's, been, there's been disputes. And those disputes have to be, there has to be a, a system in which those disputes are handled. Uh, we, uh, we've, we've seen that uh, in, in biblical times. We've, we've seen that uh, everywhere where there is a society that is well run and, and is not in chaos, there has to be some system for settling disputes. And that is our judicial branch. When, when there becomes, when that system breaks down and we get unjust judges and things like this, then that's when we see all kinds of problems. And that's, uh, that's for another podcast. But, um, but we, we know that the judicial branch was set up in order for that purpose. And that reason is to uh, have that kind of power and, and be able to do their job that way. So that, that's the division of powers that we have in this country, and it's there for a reason, because power is the most difficult thing for an individual to give up. Now, we have uh, COVID lockdowns, and if you believe that the COVID lockdowns are about anything medical, then you are you're sadly mistaken. Uh, the COVID lockdowns are not about anything medical. They are about control through fear. And, and that's something you can take to the bank. The COVID lockdowns are about control through fear. And if you believe that these democratic leaders, and we see many of the 
most restrictive lockdowns in in our country today. The the most restrictive lockdowns are coming from uh, Democratic leaders and Democratic governors and this type of thing that are taking power that they do not constitutionally have. Uh, these democratic leaders, if, if you believe uh, that this is medical, and you, uh, then, then why would these democratic leaders not believe what they are saying when it comes to COVID? If these democratic leaders believe what they were saying is true, then they, would be, uh, they wouldn't be caught violating their own rules. I mean, we see some, some definite examples of this uh, with, like, for instance, Austin, uh, te- <coughs> Texas Mayor uh, Steve Adler. Uh, he admitted that he traveled in early November to Capo San Lucas uh, in Mexico. And, and while abroad, he even recorded a message urging his uh, Austin, Austinites, I guess you call them, <laughs> to, to stay home uh, and to combat the spread of the coronavirus. He literally was in Mexico having traveled there on vacation. And while there, he actually made a PSA and recorded this message to, for, for everyone else to stay home. You know, we also have seen others. We've seen the uh, Sheila Cole, uh, one of uh, five elected super, uh, supervisors who governed the L.A. County down in L.A., uh, was seen eating outside an Italian restaurant in Santa Monica just after voting to close outdoor dining. She did the exact thing she just said was completely unsafe And yet she did it. Why? Because she doesn't believe what she's saying. Good, good example. Governor Newsom there in uh, in California, as well. He, of course, was was videotaped dining after banning indoor dining. He was yet still dining indoors. Why? Because he doesn't believe that this is a medical issue. He doesn't believe what he's saying when he says that this this is a medical issue. What it is, is it is a control issue using fear to control people. Now, let's get into our good and bad news. And as everybody knows, you always start off with bad news when you have good and bad news, right? (laughs) And so let's do that. From the Daily Chronicle, the State Department of Labor and Industries uh, here in the state of Washington, where this uh, podcast originates, has issued a fine of 67, and this is actually over $67,000 against Spiffy's. Now, you probably don't know who Spiffy's is, but Spiffy's is uh, a, a restaurant here in the state of Washington who has said, you know what, we, uh, we, we are not going to make it if we don't uh, violate these orders. These orders that, uh, that Governor Inslee here in the state of Washington has, has come down with, which are super restrictive, and saying that you cannot, uh, you, you cannot basically uh, eat at a restaurant in, in any case, indoor or outdoor at this point, and he just extended that into next year, um, that, that they, they said, we're not going, to, we're, we're not going to, to, to do that, and then we're going to allow people to dine inside. Um, and so, uh, so now the Department of Labor and Industries has issued a fine of over $67,000 to this family restaurant. The, uh, the Napa Vine restaurant continues to draw out uh, statewide attention for violating Governor Jay Inslee's restrictions meant to curb the spread of the Corona-19 pandemic 
and that's killed nearly 3,000 Washingtonians. The fine includes $9,639 for each day Spiffy's continues to offer indoor dining after the Department of Labor and Industries employees told them to stop. Okay, so <laughs> the now I don't know where this this government agency came up with $9,639 per day that they're going to find this thing. Oh, I mean, is is that just some number they 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 got out of the top of their head? I mean, I, it would be very interesting to to understand where they come up with that number and that figure, but you know, I digress. Um, we, we see that, <laughs> that the fine was issued Monday in addition to an order and notice of immediate restraint, they said, which in layman's terms just tells a business that you have to come under compliance right now, <laughs> according to a labor and industry spokesman, Tim Church. Labor Industries has issued similar notices to other businesses, including Olympia's Farm Boy Drive-In, and the notice comes with the threat of criminal penalties. Did you hear what I just said? It comes with the threat of criminal penalties. As Labor and Industry can get a court order, at which point businesses face criminal charges, not just from Labor and Industries, but from a superior court. The fines will continue to accrue until Spiffy's comes un- into compliance. As of Tuesday afternoon, the restaurant was still open, and I know that they continue to be uh, even uh, at the recording time of the recording of this podcast. Meanwhile, it's uh, becoming increasingly clear that the local enforcement is unwilling to enforce the COVID-19 restrictions. And see, this is kind of interesting because the local enforcement of that, the, the local law enforcement is not going to do this. And this is, this is what they said. It says... Quote, we continue to put restrictions on and we try to use law enforcement to shut them down and it's not going to happen. Lewis County Sheriff Rob Snaza, I believe that's how you pronounce it, said Tuesday. He he said that the the sheriff's office will review complaints on a case-by-case basis and may enforce COVID-19 restrictions. May enforce COVID-19 restrictions. But those will be few and far between. Sometimes we all need to stand up for what is right. When we're uh, taking people away people's civil liberties, their First Amendment rights, and saying you can't go to church anymore, you can't eat uh, somewhere because of this, which is 99.8% recoverable, where do, you, where do we stop, he said. This is the sheriff, okay, who is, is saying these, and he's dead on right. And so we see that that that, that this this these restrictions that have come down from the governor and many governors. This is not just a Washingtonian thing. <laughs> this is not just something from the state of Washington. There are so many areas. I know some of you are in areas that it's not as restrictive, but I'm telling you the concept here is all the same. Okay, these governors do not have the power to be dictators and the this is this is what they're acting like they are dictating to you what you can and can't do here when they don't have that kind of power they cannot shut you down they cannot tell you can't go to church they cannot tell you uh, all of these restrictions and that you have to obey them and yet they're doing it anyway and now they're threatening the fact that you could go to jail that there's there's something criminal here 
if you do not obey their dictates. And that is unconstitutional. You see, the, 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 this is not a medical thing. This is not about anything medical. This is about control using fear. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting because uh, we, we see that, the, that from this article that we read in the Chronicle, when the uh, Chronicle reached out to Spiffy's owner, uh, Ron Samuelson, again this week, he expressed frustration that news coverage of his restaurant included information uh, from public officials. You guys bring the health departments and the governor and the L&I uh, and all this stuff. And when I uh, gave you the right to write the article on Spiffy's, I don't want all this stuff in here. You see, he, he didn't sign up for this. He didn't say, you know, hey, this is what, uh, you know, I want to do. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to be this big example of, um, you know, of somebody who's standing up. He didn't want all that, but he had to. This was something that he decided to stand up and do it instead of rolling over and playing dead. Now, I told you there was good news and I told you there was bad news. Let me give you the good news. From the Yakima Herald, a state uh, industrial appeals judge has ruled that the State Department of Labor and Industries did not show sufficient evidence to fine any time fitness owner in the Yakima area for violations of state's uh, COVID-19 restrictions. So here's Here's another business who stood up and said, uh, we are going to continue to operate in a safe way. Uh, even though the COVID-19 restrictions have come down from the governor, we're going to uh, ignore those. And a judge said, okay. In the proposed ruling and order, Judge William R. Strange said that the, uh, the labor and industries did not provide enough evidence that anytime fitness employees were at risk of exposure to COVID-19 when locations in Yakima and others were open in violation of safe start and the, the state's reopening plan. At the time that Yakima County was in phase uh, phase one of the plan and the gyms were not allowed to reopen. You see, here is an example of a business who stood up and even under uh, uh, when it went to court, the judge said, and this in, the, in this case would be a just judge, said, yes, you did not as a state provide enough evidence that this was an unsafe practice that going to the gym or opening a gym operating a gym was an unsafe practice now is again i want to be very clear like i've been very clear on other podcasts the covid19 is a virus and yes people can get it yes it can be a nasty virus yes people can die from it particularly if they have underlying conditions. But that does not mean that we overreact like it is what has happened here, and we've had an overreach. I know it's a, it's a buzzword, but the people like Governor Inslee in this case here in Washington have overreached and they have taken on power that they do not have the right to have. And so... When we see them shutting down businesses and telling churches that you can only have 25 people in them or whatever the case may be. I know for some churches that's not a problem, but, but this is a power that they don't have the right to claim. And they are simply being dictators when they are, doing, when they are trying to do that. And when we have courts that are willing to stand up 
for that right and that freedom, that is what makes the society work. When we don't have courts that are willing to stand up and do the right thing and see this as constitutional, or see this as unconstitutional in this case, then we don't have a society that works. And this is why it's so important to so many. And so many will say, well, Doug, why are you going off on this? Why, why is this such an issue to you? Because it really gets to the heart and the fabric of who we are as a society. What kind of country do we have? Is this something where uh, we're going to continue to, to enjoy the blessing that God has given us when it comes to this, this country? and the freedoms we have, and the rights we're able to enjoy. Are we going to be able to continue in that way? Or, or is the, 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 the fabric of this country being torn apart by, by individuals who simply want power through fear? The fear being that you're going to get it, or somebody's going to get it in your family. I mean, how many times have you seen individuals that start to stand up for their rights, whether it be on social media or on on regular media, or 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 even at you know somewhere where you're together, and and you, you have a conversation, and somebody says, "Yeah, but you know, I I hope your mother doesn't get it or whatever." That's fear, because yes, viruses do exist. There are more viruses out there than just the COVID-19. And, do, and people do die from them. Is this a nasty one? Yes. But is the reaction to it an overreaction? And the answer to that would be yes as well. And so let's pray that we are able to stand up, that there are those that would have the courage to stand up. And many of these are, go, are going to start with being church leaders or they're going to, be, uh, they're going to start with being business leaders. Um, and, and we need to support these individuals who have the courage to stand up against a dictatorship type of, of mayor or governor or whoever this, uh, whoever these, these government officials are that are taking power that aren't theirs. We need to pray that they would, would have the strength to continue and that these judges and those that are responsible uh, for their form of power, that they do the right thing. And that these uh, be this this kind of stuff be be put to an end, and that these these individuals that are trying to be dictators be put in their place. If you um, if you like what I'm saying, or you don't like what I'm saying, but you want to you want to leave a comment or even a question for a future bo- podcast or a, you know just a, just a response for me, you can always go to our uh, email and send send that to. For uncommon sense at gmail.com. That is for, for F-O-R, uncommon sense at gmail.com. Look forward to those and thank you for listening.